For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to New Noise. I got someone special on the line right here. Mike Howell, what is up, my friend? Oh, I'm nobody special, Sane, but I'm doing good today. How are you? You are so special, though. You are you are the guru of Deathcore. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I'll take Deathcore guru, for sure. Now, uh, spoiler alert, I know that there's a couple Deathcore releases out this week we'll see which ones are in the top five if any um i'm excited for this week mike and and you asked me how i'm doing i didn't mean to ignore Mm -hmm. your question i'm doing fantastic it is a beautiful day it is summertime it is july i am loving all the music coming out and uh life is good for sure we have really hit our stride with the year we're starting to get some solid releases and let me tell you it is non-stop all the way until November now. It is yep. absolutely insane, all of these albums that are getting released these past couple of weeks, and I am living for it. Me too, man. It's It's been a really exciting year for music. Last year was a great year, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, a bit of a weird year. Um, this year, just so much quality, and uh, yeah, we're about halfway through now, so we can say that, I think officially uh 2021 this could be one of the best years for music on record yeah i think it really is looking out to be uh definitely some of the best release days planned coming up that i am aware of ever happening uh release days where i very seriously am kind of looking at it and based on the singles i'm like man we're gonna have 10 releases to go over that week and we can't split it up like we did in the past where we had one week where we did kind of like, oh, these are like six through ten, and then the next week we did the real one through five for that week. Like, these are all such packed weeks that we're just going to have to do a ten-album week. It's got to happen because there's too much stuff that we can't not talk about. And and I'm okay with that. You know, um, w- the episodes will be as long as they need to be. That's exactly. how we do it here on the New Noise. But, you know, you think about the, the big historic years, you know, in recent music history, whether mm-hmm. it's... 1994 or 2005 
Uh, yep. You know, 2021 is shaping up to be one of those years. So let's talk about um, last week. Uh, what did you get into? Oh, well, you know I got into our number one pick, uh, Hypercube Necro Dimensions by Wizard Throne. <laughs> this record, what did you think of this thing? This thing actually blew my mind with how good it is. Like, it is literally the reincarnation all the way through of Winter Sun. I am absolutely loving the production that was done on this album. Everything just feels so clean and aligned so well. Like, this doesn't feel like a bunch of guys got together and did a side project. This feels extremely polished, and I'm so happy for it being in my life. Exactly, and I couldn't have said it any better than that. I think we were expecting this to be kind of like a thrown-together, jokey Mm -hmm not really well thought out like entertaining release like we'll listen to it a couple times and then whatever but this is like an instant classic like this this record really it it, um it kept my attention and i have to agree with you on the production too it it it's world class and it's not an easy uh band to record so this is really a great pick, Mike, because this is something that I think, you know, you believed in. I might have mm-hmm. put it as an honorable mention if I was making the list, but that's why it's not me that makes the list. Boom. I think it's honestly like listening to it. This is probably an instant classic power metal album. And I yeah. think that this is hopefully going to almost even change the genre a little bit for the better. Uh, kind of like Winter Sun did when they originally came out of the scene in the early 2000s. I really hope that this uh, makes a lot of people kind of wake up and realize that, hey, this genre can actually be amazing and fit really well into modern metal and a lot of stuff that's going on there. So 100%. Absolutely in love with it. 100%. It is a genre that kind of gets, uh, I don't want to say laughed at because that's, that's not true. but It it's, does. It's a, <laughs> it's a venue that, a venue, uh, it's a genre that, you know, it's a little bit, people think of it as being a little bit dated maybe mm-hmm. and with releases like wizard throne coming out we can be uh we can be confident that that is not the case so there it yep. is that was a great pick last week oh yeah uh some other things that i wanted to talk about uh the double lp from a night in texas oh yeah i can now thoroughly say that there is a double lp that i enjoy i think oh, that this record was great or these records uh, overall total runtime is about 58 minutes. So it kind of could have just been one long LP, but I like the, uh, kind of dueling ideologies going back and forth between the two albums. And honestly, it was just super heavy and I was just so happy to be able to listen to these guys again. It's their first new music in a long time yeah. and they came back and killed it. You're a deathcore baby. Yeah. And I, I, um, I didn't check out this record. I should have, but again, it's it's a daunting record, mm-hmm. you know, to look at and go, oh boy, this is going to be a lot here. Um, it's a big undertaking. I'm glad that they didn't disappoint. Yep. Um, but no, I mean, 58 minutes is a long is a long one for that, you know, for a deathcore release. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, 14 you know, tracks. with that many songs. Yeah, it's it's quite impressive to look at, and I mean, I'm. It didn't feel like the whole 58 minutes. It really kind of went by. Um, I was kind of hoping on Spotify that they would be under one release, but they do have them separated, so you kind of have to add the second one to your queue if you want it to flow seamlessly. But okay. I did that, and honestly, I didn't even notice. When, like You kind of notice when it changes over, or changes over. There's a little bit of stylistic difference, but it's definitely noticeably still the same band, same project, and... It was just really, really good, and I'm really happy with how that release turned out. Nice. Nice. What else? Is there anything anything you really enjoyed from last week you want to check out and talk about? Um, no, I think I'm mixing up releases with two weeks ago, too. Everything's kind of bleeding together. But I mean, Wizard Throne want... was definitely the one that, uh, that I mm-hmm. just really made me smile this past week. I mean, if you want to talk about Buried Alive some more, I'm totally down. I still love that oh, record. Oh, yeah. R- Buried Alive was last week. No, th- no this it was two weeks is... ago. Oh, it was. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yay, we get to talk about it again. Oh, shit. We did talk about no. that last week. Yep. Now we get to a fun part. Shane, I fucked up. 
No. I missed some records last week that I was really excited for, and I just want to talk about them real quick. What's yeah? Let's. This is the corrections uh, segment. Corre- we, corrections we, segment. It's fine. It's like a newspaper. It's good. Se- seldom used, but often loved. Right. Uh, the first one I want to get into is the new album "Sucker" by this band called Catastro. Okay. These guys are insanely talented. The best way I could describe them is kind of, you know, those bands that are on Warp Tour, and I'm stealing this description from one of my friends and how she describes <laughs> them, but. Uh, those bands on Warp Tour that are kind of like, oh man, yeah, this band totally fits on Warp Tour, but they would never tour with any other band on Warp Tour. Kind of like Pepper or Ballyhoo or the Dirty Heads, where they're kind of that like almost stoner California, like pop rock. Right. This is a band right like that. They've got some hip hop sensibilities and rapping thrown in as well. And I think that this band is just absolutely incredible. Um, if you like some just sum- fun summertime, sunny day, sitting out, doing some work on the laptop, getting some vitamin D, you're going to love this record. It is absolutely incredible. I think it was super well done, and I love every song on it. Okay. What was the name of the band again? I have not heard of this. So they're called Catastro. It's K-A-T-A-S-T-R-O. Okay. Catastro. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Super cool. They're from Arizona. I love them. They're great. Uh, And then the other correction that I want to go and talk about real quick is there's a really fun new EP from one of my favorite emo rappers, uh, Little Aaron. I think he's one of the best in the scene. He does a lot of Mm -hmm. ghostwriting in the scene as well. Uh, Like he uh, did a lot of the writing on the newest uh, Selena Gomez record. He's helped out Black Bear, a bunch of crazy other artists like that. He's kind of hush hush about what he talks about and what he's worked on but he does a lot of crazy writing very very talented dude and i think all five tracks on here are just absolute bangers nice all right all right there's a couple more things to check out from last week although we have a lot to get to this week as well a lot are you ready i'm ready we got six this week okay okay a top six we we, gotta give the people what they need what they crave So let's get started with the top six most anticipated releases of the week, starting with number six. So number six, we've got a deathcore band. Surprise, surprise. Oh, (laughs) I I called it. Uh, And this might be, I don't know if it's going to live up to its name, but it might be the heaviest release of the year. Because we've got the new album, the heaviest album of all time by Bro Job. (laughs) <laughs> how much now, do you know about bro job <laughs> well i think i know what you've told me uh they yeah i know they came out probably like three four years ago mm-hmm. uh really sort of just uh splashed the death core pot if you will yep. um shook it up a lot said some real crazy stuff and people really weren't sure what to make of it like is this band a joke um, mm-hmm. you know, are they, is this offensive? Is this actually progressive thinking? What is this band? And I think, uh, from what I know, the jury is still kind of out on all that. Yep. And as far as I'm concerned, I think the answer to all those questions is yes. Uh, I think that this is a progressive band that is kind of bringing light to, uh, kind of making fun of some of the aspects of the death course scene and kind of right. a little bit of the toxic masculinity that's generally associated with it. And you sometimes often see, uh, as well as yes, they are funny about it. This band is absolutely insane. Uh, they sell butt plugs, right? Like <laughs> it's just nuts what this band is doing. All of their songs are about just like kissing the dudes and stuff like that. Like, on their last album, one of the songs starts with, this is the sound of a thousand clapping ass cheeks. And then there's a breakdown with just. And it's like, what is going on? Right. Um, obviously, Bro Job, Deathcore Band. So if you haven't heard of them, very similar to, I would say, kind of the new wave of Deathcore bands like Signs of the Swarm and Angel Maker. If you're familiar with those, you'll really enjoy Bro Job. As long as you can get past the or embrace the lyrics, mm-hmm. um, these guys are just 
they're really kind of writing whatever they want, and I think it's really cool. Like, the singles are called Extra Thick, Punisher, Impulse, and the Incel Anthem. Like, oh boy. I don't know. I don't... It's wild. And if you <laughs> if you can get past the lyrics, like, I think the, the lyrics are really good for what they are. I think they're comical, but they're not super deep, right? And they do have other project where it's literally all of the guys in Bro Job, but they write serious music called Sleep It Away. And that's also very good. But this new album, like the songwriting is just absolutely incredible for what these guys are doing with Deathcore. Everything is great. The breakdowns always slap. I've seen these guys live. I drove down to Ohio. What was it? Three or four years to go see them. Okay. Absolutely amazing time. Like, I think that was the first time I saw Shadow of Intent too. Like these guys are kind of one of those like not so hidden gems in the Deathcore scene where everybody knows about them, but I don't think anybody is really taking the time to listen to them. And I think that you should really change your opinion. Go take a listen to these guys because they're great. Well, this is the second album. This is typically, you know, when uh, bands get their, uh, they make or break. So we'll see mm-hmm. what happens. There it is. Bro job at number six. All right. Number five. Number five. We are coming in with, I don't know. I think I got to say this, this entire week, every release is just crazy. All of these are kind of just in a generalized order. I kind of threw them in and I thought would transition well. Uh, the next one is the sure. new album Closure by Attila. <laughs> oh, okay. Another um, another pretty crazy band lyrically. Yes. Um, as far as this goes, I think if you really like Attila, you're going to really like this record. And I, for the most part, do like Attila. I think that this is going to be a lot of the same Attila that you're getting or you've gotten the past you're going to get it before it's a lot of really fun riffs partying all that good stuff if you're looking for this band to make a change and become super progressive metalcore and have extremely technical things that's not going to happen but I also really like appreciate what Attila is doing with their writing style because everything is really simplistic and they're able to kind of make that big party sound actually really come to light when a lot of bands kind of struggle to do that i guess they keep like their southern riffs just make the band in my opinion yeah well you know um franz a friend of mine friend of the show a very polarizing figure in the scene Mm -hmm. no doubt um and i'll say this i don't think that he gets enough credit uh for being a talented vocalist because he's a lot of his personality overshadows uh, that that mm-hmm. side of it 100%. and to be honest i think uh, the whole the the material of the band the subject matter the image uh everything that attila does it, it i think it o- overshadows their music period and um yeah uh you know if yeah i mean they they have fans they have legitimate um followers that are diehards for not just not just people that are like looking to be edgy or something um mm-hmm. people do do really like their music so um, I'm glad you included Attila. Uh, could have definitely yeah. made made them an honorable mention, and we could have just said, "Oh, another Attila album." But um, yeah, they're back, and yeah. uh, I'll be but, interested to see. You know, you say, "Oh, you don't expect there, there to be progression or whatever." Um, I don't necessarily think so. I think they, this is a band that's probably learned from their mistakes in some ways too. Hopefully, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not probably not going to go through and read all the lyrics. Uh, no. Readings from the book of Attila. I probably won't do that. However, um, uh, you know, Franz is a smart guy, and obviously, oh, I think some of their fans are being more and more informed too. So we'll see uh, what happens on that front. Yeah, and I just want to go back to your point about Franz being uh, and his vocal talent. I 100% think that Franz is one of the ten best vocals vocalists in our scene from a purely technical standpoint. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know of very many other vocalists who, if you go back to their albums, um, gosh, I can't even remember their album titles now. It's going to kill me because this is my favorite album. What's the green one? You know what I'm talking about? I thought they were all green. That's like their color. They're like the only band that has yeah. a has a has um, their own their own theme color. About uh, that light, <laughs> that's one. And no, their last album was white. So Okay. Uh, but okay. About That Life. Like, on About That Life, when, during, like, Party with the Devil and stuff like that, like, a lot of that really, really fast, rapid rapping where Franz is also doing the kind of fry screaming is just super, super impressive. And I don't think a lot of other vocalists 
can a uh, go forward with the speed that he's doing it with and let alone like maintain the clarity that he has mm. in his lyricism during those segments like you don't have to yeah. look up those lyrics even though he's screaming you you can understand what he's saying which is absolutely incredible it's super hard to do you are 100 percent right about that and uh and he pulls it off live too so oh yeah there it is uh attila I will, I will <laughs> number five we've got a live any chance i get we are starting this top six with a couple uh interesting picks uh let's move on now to number four so number four we've got a new ep and i think that uh this is one of the most talented bands on this list uh, the fact that it is an EP is one of the reasons that it's lower. And I'm just really excited that I get to talk about this band. Uh, this is the new EP fever. It's seven songs. So it's like right in that, like Bill Murray length where it's right. Like, is it a EP is right. an album, but it's against the current. Um, oh yeah. I, I absolutely yeah. love this band. I think this is one of the most talented bands within pop punk. And the only reason that they don't get more recognition is because, uh, they all kind of have their own thing going on too. Like I know Chrissy Costanzo works with uh, the music team from League of Legends as far as their uh, pro esports team. I know she also hosts a huge show on Twitch uh, about gaming and things along those lines. And they're just kind of doing other things. They're slowed down the release schedule a lot. But I think mm-hmm. lyrically, some of the metaphors and unique harmonies and uh, vocal patterns that chrissy costanza is able to pull in are just crazy i think from an instrumental point they're a really really fun band and i expect nothing but bangers on this ep straight through yep uh 100 i think that this band is criminally underrated obviously i know if you go to their spotify they have a lot of monthly listeners um, 3.9 you know, most, but most of it's from the the uh the one song right yep um and but I, I I agree with you, man. Like this this to me, maybe if the band really went full bore into it, this could be like the next Paramore, mm-hmm. um, you know. And I, I hate to make that that comparison, but like they have that energy exactly. and they have that talent, um, and they really are that good. So mm-hmm. it'll it, you know I, I think maybe a full length would have helped them out a little bit more. Maybe people would take the release a little bit more seriously. Maybe it doesn't mm-hmm. matter these in this day and like, age. Maybe I'm just a dinosaur, but I, I am really excited for this. Uh, all the singles they've dropped have been amazing. And just like you said, I think this, if they haven't already turned heads, they're going to continue to. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I hope to see them playing some big, big venues headlining uh, in the near future. Yeah. And, I mean, just to compare them to some bands, if you don't know, Paramore is very apt. I think, um, and obviously we don't like to do this, just comparing female vocalists because of female vocalists, but they are very similar stylistically to Stand Atlantic as well. I think that they've got a very similar writing style to some of the newer all-time low stuff, where it's just, it's still really good pop-hug bangers, but it's very radio-friendly, and Mm -hmm. it just... Everything that they write is an absolute earworm, and I'm very excited to hear the other four songs on this record. We've had three singles, and I just can't wait to get into it. I love these guys so much. Yeah, great pick, great band, and yeah, if you're sleeping on Against the Current, uh, stop that. Stop that right now. Uh, All right, uh, we got the top three coming up now. Here is the uh, number three. So number three, we're coming in. Uh, I'm going to announce this album, and I'm just going to let Shane talk. Uh, we've got the new oh. album Ninth and Walnut by Descendants coming out this week. Yes, the Descendants. Uh, where to start? Okay, listeners of New Noise Lead Singer Syndrome podcast, you might like Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day, Newfound Glory, basically anything that you might think is classic pop punk. Literally, would not exist without. Descendants. This band has never missed. Their records come out very, very uh, infrequently. They're probably best known, uh, at least in terms of the, the more modern stuff, from their album Everything Sucks, which I believe came out in 96. Um, they followed that record up with another record eight years later, 
Uh, then they took 12 years to make a record, and this one is now only five years later. But um, they don't put out records very often, and when they do, they're really good. Uh, some of the singles from this record have been sort of more like their old school sound. Uh, there's a couple songs that are so, under a minute. So I've got some insight uh, into that. Okay. Um, so, but, but I'm I'm still, I can't, I can't wait for this thing. So I was talking to my good friend, Kevin, from Guardrail. And uh-huh. he brought some insight that this album is called Ninth and Walnut because that was where their original practice space was. These songs were all songs that were written at the beginning of the band. And they had kind of recordings and notes recorded from their original practice space. Uh, apparently, they went wow. back about 20 years and they were playing around with. Um, so the band All, which is basically Descendants, but their vocalist. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's how it goes. Uh, and yep, they were Chad just Price playing. is the Chad Price is the singer. The, the story there is yep. uh, they have they literally have an album called Milo Goes to College, which is about him leaving uh, the band. And then while he was. Um, you know, studying and, and you know, because Milo's this, no, he's a rocket mm-hmm. scientist, uh, more yeah. or less. Uh, while he was doing that, they started another band called All with Chad Price, which also has made some incredible music. Mm-hmm. Um, arguably as good as Descendants, but someone will probably fight me for saying that. Uh, but yeah, that's really interesting, that story, Mike. I had no idea. Yeah. So while they were with or while they were doing all stuff, they decided to re-record some of these songs about 20 years ago, and uh, they just kind of had the recording sitting around, uh, and then they came kind of a quarantine project. They decided to, hey, we're all together. Let's toss the vocals over this and call it an album. And here we are. Wow. So that's yeah, that's really interesting because you know Bill Stevenson, the drummer who is also mm-hmm. you know a songwriter, and he also was in Black Flag. Um, you know, a, a very important, pivotal member of the, the early punk scene. He is also one of the best producers, uh, producing, you know, I mean, he's probably most known for producing uh, Rise Against albums, but he's mm-hmm. done, you know, records for, jeez, uh, I mean, you name it. Uh, he, he, you know, in punk rock or hardcore, he's he's re- he's produced some amazing stuff. So hearing this, this I was like, man, this kind of doesn't sound like what I would expect a Bill mm-hmm. Stevenson production to sound like. And that makes total sense that it is old recordings that they've kind of refreshed, but they want to keep, you know, the the essence of what they are. So yep. that's cool. Uh, and that's cool and very unique. Yep. I'm really excited to get into this uh, kind of at your uh advisement i've started getting into this band quite a bit more and i really like descendants i'm i think i could confidently say they're one of my favorite punk bands as well and i'm really excited to get into this record because it's going to be my first new release with the band right right well once you listen to this make sure you go back and listen to everything oh i already have cool to be you and hypercafium spasinate or whatever it's called uh all great records so love it love it so much all right uh, number three, wow. Um, Descendants, not number one. Okay, uh, number two, let's go. All right, number two. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about this. Uh, I'm just going to preface this. I'm going to make some of you angry by putting this at number two. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Please don't message me. Uh, we have the number two album, Separate, by Capstan. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know this one because I'm featured as a guest vocalist on one of the tracks called that Alone. That you are. Uh, really fun to be a part of this. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. right, right away, it sent me the song, big riff off the top, really catchy chorus. I had a huge breakdown, too. I had a lot of fun recording uh, this, you know, and, and I hadn't heard any of the rest of the record and mm-hmm. as these singles have been rolled out, I've actually been really pleasantly surprised at how diverse and Same. sort of, to be honest, risky uh, these singles have been. Yeah, and I don't think I would say the word risky kind of associated with it. I think a little bit more experimental. I think yeah, these okay. are a mm-hmm. lot of takes that other bands have done. But I think that including all of them on the same album definitely could be considered risky. Um, I really enjoy it though. I think that this is a 
uh, they've really kind of captured that classic emo sound and have kind of modernized it and allowed all of these other genres to kind of seep in in a really good way. Like, obviously, we have the metalcore influence on Alone with the riff and you coming in. We've got some awesome saxophone on the uh, most recent single, Blurred Around the Edges. There's some really, really cool writing in Take My Breath Away slash Noose. Um, I really like this band. Uh, half the album's out already in singles, so we only get five new songs, but I'm really happy that I'm going to hear how this kind of sets up as an album. I'm really excited totally. for the five songs that aren't released because I am I absolutely love on the first Capstan album, uh, their song Will Always Have Paris. I think it's incredible and the best song that they've ever written, even with these singles. I'm really hoping we get another kind of slow emotional song like that on this record. Um, if we don't, that's okay too. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be mad. I still, I'll still always have Paris, but I think <laughs> that this album is going to be a really diverse collection. But because of the strength of songwriting of these guys, I think that it's all going to feel very cohesive, and I'm excited to see how it shakes out. One hundred percent. And when I say risky, I don't necessarily mean that. I sh- no, mm-hmm. actually, I don't mean that in a negative way at all. Yeah. Uh, I just think, obviously, Capstan, they came out of the gate. People really liked the band. They got signed to Fearless. They put out, you know, a record that people really like. And mm-hmm. a lot of bands would say, okay, album number two, let's just make an extension of that. Oh, this is album number three. Uh, oh, okay, album number three. Well, you know, it's their, their, their last one was their breakthrough album, let's just say. Yeah. So, you know, when you do that, it... Um, Oh, you know, even I'm wrong. Album number four. Oof. Oh wow. Oh my god. Damn. We are. We are. Maybe I should just shut up. But I'm, I'm but looking I at the album. Say, I've listened to all these. I should know this. But okay. Wow. Well, um, I'll just say that they could have played it safe. They could have, mm-hmm. you know, not experimented, not tried those different tones, not tried some of these other other influences that they have. But I think. This is a band that is pushing the lim- pushing the limit, pushing the envelope. Um, they're swinging for the fences, and I think they're really going to connect uh, and and knock it out of the park right out of Comerica Park because the band is originally based in Detroit. Uh, you know, I I really do um, think this record is going to be special, and I am really really right with you, Mike. Where I am really wondering where all these singles are going to fit in, mm-hmm. and how they're going to. Uh, uh, interact with the record as a whole i think that that's going to be what's going to make this record special which is uh always you know tough when you just hear singles exactly i'm and it's one of the things we just got to get into it right um sometimes i wish with releases like that that i really like the first couple singles i can start to take a break and say like hey i'm not gonna listen to these singles but i don't know i i feel like i can't do that for all of you wonderful listeners out there gotta keep up yeah. Got to get accurate with these descriptions when we're coming in I week think, of. I think we won't mind if you take, you know, a couple records off that you wanted, you know, enjoy. Oh, maybe maybe sleep you know, token. It's okay. But. All right. Yeah, we'll see about that one. Yeah, we'll I see have about that one. I have absolutely no willpower. I was just trying to hide that fact. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna listen to everything that comes out. That's just how I am as a person. There we go. Okay, uh, that is. The five out of six, we are going to get into the number one most anticipated album right after this. And we're back. We're this back happened. from a nice it was little now break. That. Yeah. Yeah. You ready to get into number one? Hit it. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready, man. Um, we've been talking a long time already, but some really great releases uh, in the top six. But yes, give it to me. What is number one? All right, number one, coming out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Gotta love the Michigan boys. Uh, it's the new album Alias by Sleepwaker. Wow, what a what an interesting pick. Uh, a lot I of am, stuff pushed pushed to the bottom for this. This is uh, you are generating a lot of hype for this band right now. Yeah, and I think it's all extremely well deserved. I think Sleepwaker is a band. Uh, they've had their first album. I really enjoy it. I don't think it got a lot of notoriety. Uh, the band is signed now to UNFD for this release. I think very mm-hmm. deservedly. Uh, they've put out two singles on this album. Um, just kind of shopping around today, feeling out what's going on. 
I haven't seen a review for this record below an 8.5 out of 10. Wow. So really excited to see that with only two singles. Um, to kind of describe what Sleep Waker is, they're, I want to say they're atmospheric metalcore, but they're so much more than that. They're very similar to bands like Loathe and Void of Vision, where, yes, it's atmospheric and slow, but everything is just kind of a cacophony of what's going on. And all of these layers are just so brilliantly done that they all just kind of build and add on each other in a great way that really, I think, is going to make this album uh, more of a journey than something that you actually just kind of toss on and listen to. I think that these guys are uber talented and they're going to be just another band that very quickly is going to skyrocket to the top of the kind of newcomers and metalcore list for a lot of people, uh, along with like that Victims record that we talked about the other week. Right. I think that this is Sleepwaker Victims, like right there at the forefront of super new, super cool, innovative metalcore bands. Yeah, 100%. And you know, what strikes you right away about this band is the vocalists. Um, very mm-hmm. intense. It's like really raw. Um, it almost reminds me of like old school hardcore, like something like Earth yep. Crisis, where, where the vocals are so intense. Like you just feel this uh, pain and emotion. And it's like when you say cacophony, I think that's partly to do with that with the vocals. So oh, 100%. Um, it's going to be really interesting hearing this in a full length how they're going to break that up or if they're not um Mm -hmm. how this record is going to uh you know play out over you know let's just say 40 minutes or whatever it is Uh, i'm really curious uh to see what kind of journeys you know this record takes because i think this this could be one of the heavy records we're talking about uh similar to the loathe record of last year that really turned heads uh, this could be, you know, a- another one on that list. A hundred percent. I'm just really loving this kind of, I almost want to call it like a Deftones reawakening because Deftones are like fine to me. I've never been super into them, but kind of taking mm-hmm. what they did and using it to stylistically influence metalcore, I think is kind of the peak of like building off of what they did. And it's really just paying dividends right now. It's super, super well done whenever it, like comes across i haven't heard a bad version of it yet um i'm sure as more people kind of catch on we'll start to hear bad versions eventually but <laughs> every band that's kind of doing this right now is just absolutely killing it and i am so excited to listen to this record right right well yeah uh, when you bring up the deftones and i'm with you on that man um you know i'm i've never been a huge fan i obviously have a ton of respect for them oh, but 100%. you know the idea uh, the 90s influence that i think a lot of bands in the 2000s 2000s even 2010s really didn't want to embrace um Mm -hmm. because to a lot of us growing up in the early 2000s or starting bands in the early 2000s we were trying to be reactionary to not you know take any influence from the 90s because the 90s were in to some people kind of like kind of lame Mm-hmm. Um, but now the younger generation is embracing it. Bands like Deftones um, and other bands that really did pave the way, and incorporating some of those sounds uh, with modern sounds, it really does work when it's done right. So I'm all I'm also here for it. Mm-hmm. You know when it when it can be done, you know and not forced. Uh, I, I think yep. it's a, a great uh, a great uh, idea for sure. Yep, I know I'm. I might even be staying up until midnight tonight to listen to this record. Um, I know I've got some other stuff going on as far as like work goes. I'm just going to have a long day. So who knows? I might stay up and listen. I think this album's going to be incredible. And it's going to be one of those sleeper albums that I think uh, this week you're not going to hear much about. Uh, maybe from us, obviously. Uh, but kind of over the next coming weeks... I think this record is really going to start to spread kind of like wildfire and kind of like what happened to that Loathe record and really take over the scene and get a lot of heads turning. I would not be surprised to see this on a bunch of people's album of the year lists once those start rolling around. I think that this album album is just going to be super well done. Ralbum. Yeah, and a great team behind them. Shout out 
to my brothers and sisters at UNFD. One of the best labels in the business, if not 100%. the best. So stoked to call them label mates. Mike, that is the top six. Let's recap, and then we'll get into some honorable mentions. Number Hell six. Yeah. Number six, we've got the heaviest album of all time by Bro Job. Bro Job. Number five. Number five, we've got Closure by Attila. Attila. Uh, don't worry, the list is about to get a little more normal. Number four. Number four, we've got the new EP Fever by Against the Current. Great band. Number three. We've got the new album Ninth and Walnut by Descendants. Yes. Number two. Number two, we've got the new album Separate by Capstan. And the number one album of the week is? Alias by Sleepwaker out of Michigan. There you go. Much love to every band from Michigan. Yes, and of course, the full list and honorable mentions can be checked out over at Mike's Instagram, which is at Slappy Slam. If you're not following him already, Hell he yeah. posts the list and some other stuff. Uh, it's great. It's great. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, how many? Give me the number. What's the damage? We got 23. Oh, okay, we're going to have to go through these fast. We're already, yep. we're already like long episode, but I'm, I'm ready. Let's, right. let's bounce through these. 23, holy. Um, so I've got two albums that are coming out that didn't quite make the list. I think they're uh, a little bit either outside of our scene or a little too niche. Uh, they're both from people that are kind of recognized by many as the goats of their scene, though. Uh, the first one I want to talk about, we've got a new Kanye West album finally coming out. Um, yeah, we'll see Kanye, how much poop to scoop he's going to be doing on this record. Uh, yeah, you never know with Kanye. You never know. I will listen to it, though. I will check it out. Oh, yeah. Love him or hate him. It is what it is. Uh, next up, when you think of metal guitarists, who do you think is the best ever? Mm. Wow, that's a really hard question. Uh, like, I don't know, Kirk from, Hammett? From a, uh, from a technical perspective. Uh, Eddie Van Halen? Well, close. Uh, we've got a new record coming out from Ingve Malmsteen. Oh, okay, yeah, Yngwie, for sure, 100%. This dude... Another one, I know we've kind of like slowly started revealing like my guitar inspirations and things like that. Why I started picking up instruments. This guy is right up there with him. Uh, absolutely insanely talented guitarist. Uh, the kind of guy that um, just shreds doing things on guitar back in the 70s and 80s that you never would have expected to hear back then. Absolutely incredible. And I'm always going to have fun with this new record. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a psycho, uh, for sure, uh, and I'm glad you're including him. That's not a guy I expected to talk about today. So, Yingui yeah. Malmsteen, the legend, guitar legend, uh, Nerds Rejoice. There it is. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get into the singles. Uh, okay. I've got a lot of cool ones. Friend of the show, kind of. Uh, we've got a new single from MXPX featuring our girl Kaylee from Rivals. Oh, cool. Very cool. Love it. Shout out to think, Mike. Yeah. I think uh, kind of going to be a weird combo, but I'm really, really excited to hear what happens with it. Love it. I love that MXPX is thinking a little outside the box, too, with that stuff. That's yep. really great. Exactly. Bringing in some uh, newer bands to kind of, I don't know, do whatever they do. I'm really excited to hear this because I think it's going to be great. Uh, yeah. Speaking of other strange combos, uh, we've got Hawthorne Heights with a new single featuring Brendan Murphy of Counterparts. Now, this has been out for a while. Did you hear it? No, I haven't. I, I I heard it was coming out. I didn't know it was already out. That's yeah, uh, very interesting. Like Tuesday, I think. Obviously, both great friends of mine love to see them collaborating, um, and I I think Hawthorne Heights. You know, a, a lot of times they go back and they really you know embrace their first two albums, but I think their new music is better. Um, mm -hmm. I think their last album was great, so I I'm really excited to to see what they're what they're doing now. You know, looking ahead. Yeah, and I really love Brendan Murphy's feature on this song. Um, my only issue with Hawthorne Heights is I think that they need to uh, only have screams be featured or ditch the screams entirely. I think that when they're using clean vocals, they're just really good. The songwriting is really good. The lyricism is great. Um, whenever the screams come on, I, I don't know what it is, but it just turns me off from music. Um, either way, still a great band. Iconic. Make sure you go check that out. Uh, I love them. Okay, next. Next up, with probably the most reasonable and understandable feature that we have this week, uh, we've got a new feature from If I or a new single from If I Die First. 
off their mm-hmm. upcoming EP that they've just announced, their first kind of solo EP. And the feature is obviously uh, Connie Scarbosa of CU Space Cowboy, who they did a split EP with earlier yep. this year. Um, really excited to hear this. I really like If I Die First, um, obviously from first to last with the vocalist uh, Little Lotus. Really interesting project. We're doing some really cool stuff. Yeah, I like I like the throwback throwback emo stuff that they do. It's uh, yep. it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool project, and, and I dig it as well. Oh, yeah. And speaking of throwback emo stuff, we've got a new single this week from Thrice. Uh, personally, nice. not a huge fan of Thrice myself, but I know that a lot of people are. Make sure you go check oh, yeah. that out if you're a fan of the band. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Thrice is another band. Like They've they've had their peaks and valleys for sure, and I've, mm-hmm. I've had stuff they put out that I've really is really resonated with me over the years and some some stuff I'll take or leave but I'll always listen and uh, I'm excited for it too uh, you cannot deny the talent uh, that Thrice has awesome band 100% uh, a lot of these are really heavy so I'm just gonna bust through them real quick we've got a new single from one of my favorite black and deathcore projects called Worm Shepherd they're super super heavy it's definitely it's literally black metal but with breakdowns it's really really cool cool i love these guys super heavy we've got a new single from kane hill from kane hill kane hill yep uh kind of new metalcore new deathcore new hardcore i I don't know they're very new influenced nu but um (laughs) i really like these guys uh this single isn't a part of their kind of ep series that they're doing this year they just kind of found they had an extra song and they said "Eh, we'll release it anyways so uh, don't expect this on any releases or full-length releases throughout the year, but we're getting a new single this week. Okay. Um, there is a new single from, I don't know if they're death metal force per se. They're kind of just like everywhere within the metal realm, but we've got a new single from Orbit Culture. Uh, it actually premiered like 20 minutes but or maybe half an hour before we started recording this, so I got to hear it. Uh, oh. super heavy i absolutely love this song orbit culture is a super underrated band that i think a lot of people in our scene could really get behind uh but don't because obviously it's kind of traditional metal and it's behind that wall and things like that that some people don't like to cross uh, i think it's really good and a lot of people would really love this band all right next up as far as what i want to talk about we've got a new single from carnifex we were just and, talking about Carnifex. We were just talking about them. I think like a week or two ago. I mean, you're yeah. you're a deathcore baby. Oh yeah. Um, but Absolutely yeah, I've been. I think Carnifex criminally underrated. I know they're a big band in the scene, but uh, in the, in the genre, I mean, but really good band. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is exciting. Good for them. And I'm really excited because this is our, their fourth single. I want to say or third single. Um, I can't remember exactly, but they finally announced their album that ah, they've nice. been planning to drop all year and guess when it's coming out of course it's coming out in september the most stacked month i've ever seen for music releases in my entire life <laughs> yep all right another band that's releasing a new song or a new album in september uh they just announced it uh in fairy this is a technical death metal deathcore band i really like these guys they're super heavy um i absolutely love everything that they've got going on probably one of the biggest bands on the artisan era records which i absolutely love that label and in fairy can never do wrong i've listened to this new single that dropped today it's blisteringly heavy i absolutely love it um this band just doesn't miss all right next up one of our favorite heavy bands we've got a new single from aborted coming this week yay Nice. I wasn't sure if we were going to get another one before the album. I assume there's an album coming. Yep, uh, I love the I love the first so. um, the first aborted single uh, from this uh, cycle. I again, I think this band is insane. The drummer mm-hmm. is fucked. Uh, yep. If you like technical death metal, aborted does it better than just about anybody. So, for sure. Uh, and speaking of the technical aspect, this I'm not a hundred percent sure about. I think it's happening. Uh, we might be getting a new Between the Buried and Me single this week. I haven't seen anything official on it yet, but I've heard murmurings. So be on the lookout for that. Might happen. Might not. Colors 2, right? It's coming. Yep, Colors 2. Super excited. Love the first single. Really, really good. Um, then let's just do the last heavy one. 
uh, Bullet For My Valentine, second single off their album coming out this week. Uh, first single, Bullet For My Valentine's back to heavy. We'll see what happens with this one. Um, always a band I'm going to listen to just because The Poison is such an iconic album for me. And I'm always excited to hear what they do, even if it doesn't vibe with me fully. I'm, I'm into it, too. I'm into it, too. All right. Uh, next up, we've got the first new music in three years from Coheed and Cambria. Uh, super, super good band. Um, I think they kind of get looked down on a little bit once in a while because of the fan base, and the fan base is absolutely ravenous. And, like, if Coheed's one of your favorite bands, they are your favorite band, I think. <laughs> um, and yeah. I'm cool uh, with it. I think this band's great. Yeah, I, I mean, again, yeah, it's it's, it's been a in, really interesting career path. You know, I remember when they came out, their first record, I heard it when we were recording our first record. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, back then, it, they didn't have the, uh, the fan base the same way. And, you know, and they've built this, um, I mean, just, just this amazing storyboard of a band i don't even know how else to say it where you know there's so much going on and there's so much for a fan to digest and enjoy Mm -hmm. and think about and talk about i really really uh i don't want i don't know if appreciates the right word i respect it for sure i think it's really awesome it's a lot of work (laughs) it must be a lot of work to be in coheed and cambria uh, to be Claudio Sanchez and uh, a hell of a talent, so let's go. Three years—that's that's exciting. People are going to be are going to be stoked for this one. Yep, and the new single's called "Shoulders." It's out already. I absolutely love it. Um, really well done. This band is just always top tier. Um, it's always interesting too when you have a band like this, you know, and they're releasing a single, but you really know you know it's going to fit into not oh, just 100%. the grand scheme of this album, but probably the, their, their career. career. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be, it's tough, right, to, for a band to release that, mm-hmm. being like, okay, this needs to stand on its own as a great song, as a great single, but then it also, how is it going to fit into the uh, the greater concept? So The Coheed-verse. Uh, that's a, exactly. That's tough, uh, And uh, uh, but I welcome it, and um, yeah, nothing but respect for Coheed. 100%. Uh, next up, we've got a new single from Gemini Syndrome. Uh, absolutely love this band. Um I think that they are another great classic metal band that's kind of super underrated. Um, Honestly, check it out. It's going to be great. Okay. Uh, Next up, I want to talk about a band that's back. Kind of one of the fan favorite pop punk bands from our scene. Uh, Grayscale have released a new single and announced their new album. It's very good. Great band. Uh, great band, underrated band. Very good. 100%. Very good band. 100%. Uh, next up, we're going to change gears a little bit. Uh, there's a new single from Lord coming out. I know we talked about her first single uh, and really yeah. enjoying it. Um, I'm excited to hear what she does with the second one because always kind of super talented. Um, I love her. Great stuff. I love her. Lord is my favorite pops, my favorite pop star, uh, quite literally. I think she does so much more. I don't even like mm-hmm. calling her a pop star because her her last record was so Not. deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so deep and so interesting and one of my favorite albums of all time. So the mm-hmm. the first single, yeah, I felt like it was a little underwhelming. I actually I listened to it like two or three times kind of in one day. And I haven't even gone back to it. Um, maybe I'll have to hear how it fits in with the album before I can really judge, mm-hmm. but I am absolutely going to be... Uh, staying up to midnight to to hear the new Lord song or whenever it's coming out because she's my she's my one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. Uh, next up, uh, love it or hate it, I feel like this needs to be talked about because I think it's kind of popular. Honestly, uh, we're getting a new single from Tremonti. Uh, for those who don't know, Tremonti mm-hmm. is uh, kind of solo project, but he's got the rest of his band from uh, Mark Tremonti. Uh, known guitarist of Alter Bridge and Creed. Um, super talented dude, honestly. Like, Creed's got some bangers, you gotta admit. Alter oh, Bridge yeah. got some bangers. Like, oh, yeah. 
I'm excited to listen to this. Um, I don't know a lot about Tremonti personally, but um, who knows? We'll check it out, right? Yeah, for sure. It, it should be included. People should know about it. And uh, yeah, it's it's definitely if you're a fan of things in that genre, um, check that out. You know, Miles Kennedy uh, put out a solo record a little while ago, too. So yep. all in that same world um, and, and all, yeah, pretty quality stuff. Sometimes it flies a little under the radar because some people are maybe too cool for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely not I'm us. Not. I'm not. <laughs> uh, all right. We got four more, so hang out with us. Uh, we've got a new single from Quicksand. Very exciting. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, new New Quicksand single. That's, yeah, that's like amazing news. We'll see what happens there. I think they're Um, leading up to an album, personally. Great, great, long-awaited. The the second one, so. Let's go. Let's go, Quicksand. They're back. I'm, I'm here for it. Next up, we've got two kind of newer, smaller bands that I think are really cool. Uh, the first one is Heart Attack Man. They're kind of like an angry pop punk band. Yeah. Uh, famous for the singer trying to sell his hat on eBay for a ridiculous amount of money, getting the ridiculous <laughs> amount of money, and then eBay canceling the listing on them, and unfortunately he wasn't able to get the money. But Really? Uh, what yeah. is this? St- I don't know this story. How much? Uh, I don't remember. Let me look it up real quick because we're here. <laughs> so eBay uh, just looked at it and went, yeah, this is like, this is fishy. We're just canceling this. Yeah. So, um, Must have been where a lot. is it? It was really weird. Um, so obviously, uh, Heart Attack Man, very well known because their singer always wears an orange beanie. Uh, I'm looking at the alt press article now. Uh, the orange beanie was on eBay. It went up to, at the time of this article being written, $80,000 <laughs> with 129 bids. Um, who knows wow. how, what it actually ended at, uh, but it got taken down. Uh, so absolutely funny story. Gave the band a lot of cred. Um, super cool. I really like this band. I think that they're definitely not for everybody. Uh, because they definitely are a little intense, a little weird. Um, if you like bands that are kind of like Hot Mulligan, but you don't like how easygoing they are, even though he's screaming at you, uh, this is definitely for you. Um, super cool band, super underrated, really niche, but really cool. Awesome. Love it. Heart Attack Man. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand why they'd cancel it. I mean, what if it was like, you know, um, The Edge from U2's Beanie? I yeah. bet they'd let that sell for eighty thousand dollars. You know, think of other famous beanie wearing people. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, crazy. That's a crazy story. I can't believe I haven't heard that before. So yeah. uh, love it. I love it. Buckwild. Uh, next up, we've got the second newer band that I really want to talk about. This is a band called Letter Sent Home. I really liked their last single featuring uh, Joel from Being as an Ocean. Obviously, yeah. anytime. Uh, Joel, not really one to do features for bands, uh, is willing to do a feature on a track. I'm really excited to check out the band. I think that these guys are super talented. Uh, They're writing absolute bangers. I went back and kind of listened through their entire discography, and I absolutely just love these guys. Super, super talented. They're writing a really nice mix between metalcore and pop punk. and I don't know. they, They surprise you because... Some of the songs, the verses are pop punk and the choruses are metalcore. And some of them, it's the other way around. Sometimes even on the song, they flip flop. It's very, very cool. And Mm. I like what they're doing. Awesome. Last, but definitely not least. You know I save the big news for the end. I love it. Every week. I love it. There's a new single from Paris. Yes. I, I saw a little little birdie uh, on the internet telling me about this and I didn't see much else uh, about yeah. it but always they've big been, news they've been teasing it uh, they, the band has kind of learned as a lot of other bands are starting to that uh, if you want to do a surprise single kind of out of left field uh, you can't do a normal release where it kind of uh, gets released as everything or every place hits midnight. Uh, the Australians very chatty about how they get new music before us. 
Uh, so it kind of gets out, the surprise is ruined. So they're doing a hard release tomorrow with a music video or later today. I'm not 100% sure when it's happening exactly. Uh, but there's a new Paris song this week. Um, if it doesn't hit this week, I've been duped and it's next week and I apologize to everybody. But there is a new Paris single to kind of kick off their tour that is actually happening and uh, very fun. Just super excited for this. I love Paris. I think they're one of the best pop groups out there right now. Oh, they totally are. Well, they, we we talked about their record, didn't we? Was that earlier mm-hmm. this year or last year? I mean, it was definitely it was a pandemic year. release. Yeah. Yep. And um, I, I like the record. I don't know if it had the staying power. Of, I think it did. You know, uh, okay, of of you know like the, their first record obviously is such yeah. a great record, but it'll be really interesting to see, um, you know, the direction that this goes, what they do. There's a lot of different ways they could be pulled, um, mm-hmm. but I will be listening. That's for sure. Hundred percent, always. But that's all we got this week. Well, that's a hell of a week. Um, as I watch my recorder hit the one hour mark, I know, right? Uh, so lots of things to uh, listen to uh, a great top six uh, even even an album featuring me on there in the top six so don't sleep on capstan and so many great singles heavy pop rap it's all coming at you this week so uh, enjoy your week everybody and uh, all the great tunes that Mike recommends as always thanks for having me Shane of course of course see you next week see you buddy